0: Wishing you and yours the very best during this very stressful time. I hope that everybody in your family and your friends, co-workers, neighbors are all healthy, that they have the right mindset, that they stay strong, that they have the supplies they need. We're going to talk a lot about uh, COVID-19, coronavirus 2020, but I'm not going to beat you in the head with it. I'm not going to belabor it. I'm not going to go on and on about it. I just got some points that I want to hit on. And I would love to hear from you. I wish some people call in today, but we shall see, won't we? This is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm your host, Doc. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm not here to open your third eye. Hopefully, I never bore you. I hope that you learned something. And I learned something in the course of talking. A lot has happened this week. There are a lot of things going on. Some of them are good, some of them are horrible, and I'm gonna try to hit on a bunch of them. So far, we've got 19,641 confirmed cases here in the US. We have 262 deaths due to this virus. Uh, this is uh, outrageous. Uh, there are over 182,000 confirmed cases worldwide now i don't know how up to date this figure is i'm trying to keep this figure up to date as i go i change it every day as i do the research for this show i don't like to pass off bad information to anybody it's not my goal uh i do want to give a shout out to walmart i want to give a shout out to 7-eleven and amazon walmart's plans is to hire over 150,000 people to help stock those shelves we need supplies. This way people could stop with the hoarding of items because nobody said that there was a shortage, shortage on products. It's just a shortage of the shelves being, they can't fill the shelves. They can't do the supply and demand. Seven Eleven said they're going to hire 20,000 people, which is a beautiful thing. Um, Amazon said they're going to hire 100,000 people. Dollar Tree said that they're hiring people. So if you need some kind of a, little seasonal work and you're not really worried about being out there because you're healthy, you're in pretty good shape. These are some places that you could keep in mind are actually looking for employees, at least seasonal. The jail said that they're going to start releasing people, inmates early, you know, nonviolent offenders, uh, petty crimes, things of that nature. Now, my thing is this. Why couldn't we have done this before COVID-19? There are people sitting in jails across this country who don't need to be there. They're just holding beds. They count as a number. We could have released them earlier. Now, if this gives them a chance to get back to their family and have a support and they get their cases settled at a later time, especially if they're nonviolent offenders, I'm all for this. I have no problem with this at all. Who we got here? Is this Ned? Yeah, Ned boy. Hey Ned, good to hear from you, brother. Uh, same, bro. How are you hanging in there during this madness?
1: Uh, staying in the house is not fun at all. But uh, between working from home, three people working, from, two people working from home, one person doing homeschooling, it's been rough. But uh, it has been a couple of DJs out there that's been helping pass the time and then we did some birthdays virtually through like Zoom meetings. So that's been like really fun. Helped the time speed okay. be by because I've been watching a lot of movies and stuff.
0: Yeah, so have I. And you know what? I, I want to tell everybody this and I'm glad he brought this up. We're home together more than we're usually home together right now. Everybody. Hold oh, your attitudes. Remember those people that is inside that door with you? Those are people you love. So don't be so angry. Don't be so short with them. Don't, don't let each other get on each other's nerves so fast. Remember, you love these people. And you know yep. what it is? We, we have social distancing, but we've been socially distancing ourselves from our loved ones to a degree anyway. So now that we locked in with them, it's all right to get along with them. <laughs> it's all right.
1: Yeah, that was one of the things but, I, I said earlier this week. I was like, I don't know how couples uh, work together and see each other 24 hours a day, every single day.
0: It's unfortunate. As the COVID-19 cases go up, Net, I'm sure the domestic violence and abuse cases against family members go up because people are not used to dealing with each other. I mean, it's it's just the, it's the bottom line. They're not used to being in the house with each other all these hours. I mean, you got people out there. Like, I was talking to a young lady in the market this week. She said, I see people in this market now that I've never really seen before. Because you know what? They usually went out to lunch. Now they got to go home and kind of cook. Yeah. So that's a brand new thing, too. You got people cooking who don't normally cook, you know? It's a, uh, this is, this is a different day. I watched a YouTube video on what New York looks like today. And it was in, it was insane to me. This is an insane visual, you know, two or three people jogging on a midtown Manhattan street and no cars, no people walking, no congregation. It's it's insane. See, we don't feel it as much here. I'm in the suburbs, man. There's nobody out of is there ever nobody walking out here to begin with. If you see a walker, you be ready to damn near stop your car. Be like, what What the hell is the matter with that person?
1: Yeah, I had to go. I had to make a rundown on my job real quick. And it's right across the street from Century 21. And, and I went maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which normally would be crowded with tourists, especially in the World Trade Center area. You could have heard a pin drop. That's how empty it was.
0: And I'm sure you was able to, you drove down, right?
1: Actually, I have an electric scooter, so I just wanted to take the ride down there on that. So uh, I got to see a lot of the city going downtown. Uh, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah, don't. hopefully you won't get used to it, man. I'm hoping that this is over before we know it. I, um, I have uh, a lot of money stuck with an airline right now. Uh, I set up a trip that I don't even know is going to come to fruition or not. But we'll see. That's the least of my worries. Losing a uh, $1,000 is not my main concern just, right
1: now. We just had the you same know? thing, but our trip's got, uh, uh, we got the money back for our trips.
0: Well, see, Southwest Airline doesn't give you a refund unless you pay like a certain kind of fare. So I got what's called, you could use it within a year later, which yeah. I'm sure they're going to have to uh, adjust the dates because with this going on, it kind of cuts into your year. So oh, yeah. I already had a hotel. I had a hotel. I had a airline booked. And like I had said last week, you wasn't with me, but I told everybody who was listening. Go back into your airline. Whatever you paid before, if you have any hope that you could still get that flight, if you just want to take the chance, I guarantee you can rebook it and it's going to be dollars, pennies on the dollar. My flight, my flight was $975. I got the same two flights, well, four flights for $510. The same two flights. So I have a $400 and something dollar credit on top of the $500 for the flights. yeah i um i I got to uh, say this uh I know everybody's out there watching a massive amount of stuff, and this is one of the fun things that we could talk about. but I posted yesterday they're saying that the porn viewership is off the scale. We should be actually ashamed of ourselves as as men. I'm not going to blame the women as much but they said like porn viewership is like so because I think even like places like Pornhub gave freebies Yep. they was like oh you nasty motherfuckers you're home you want to see some stuff and they said that it's during the hours of like 3 in the morning I guess men get up early in the morning so they don't get disturbed by their wife and kids and they watch porn 3 fucking in the morning you can watch
1: porn and no one interrupts you
0: yeah, at three in the morning, I don't think, you know, women don't, they don't like to be up that hour. That's for sure. A guy could be up watch just finishing a movie, a game, or whatever. But I watched something yesterday. uh, Netflix, I think it was Netflix. Thank you for, for putting on self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, yeah,
1: we'll but it was three.
0: four hours of shit. So <laughs> I'm not giving that a thumbs up, people. I am not giving it a three. thumbs up. Have oh, you sorry, seen it?
1: Yeah, we'll see. I'm on episode three now. Uh,
0: you know what? It went really nowhere. I mean,
1: Ugh.
0: I got tired of her and the light skinned lady, just with it was nothing. I mean, it was when it comes to autobiographical documentaries, I thought this was really bad. I, I thought last week's version, I didn't see it today, even though it did air yesterday. The Walking Dead last week was very good. I thought that was very good.
1: I haven't watched, Whew. I think I've been off The Walking Dead for two seasons
0: now. Oh, well, you, it's, it's not picking like it back you're up. missing. Oh. If you, if you kind of out of the loop and you feel comfortable out of the loop, I am not trying to drag you back in, man. It ain't worth it. But see, I'm still in the loop. So now I did. Did You give it up for a
1: minute?
0: Yeah, but you know what? I went right back. Uh, Like a little (laughs) bitch, I went right back. (laughs) I did watch two documentaries. I will give big thumbs up to. One is called "The Women of Troy," and if you don't know what "Women of Troy" is, this is about the USC women's basketball team from 1983 and 1984. Everybody knows Cheryl Miller, but a lot of people don't know about her in college. She was the best female basketball player in the world at that time. She was the Michael Jordan of female basketball. So if you haven't got a chance to see it, it was a good documentary. It's only an hour. You'll enjoy it.
1: I wonder what happened with Cheryl Miller. She used to be with the NBA heavily in like early 2000s. It's like she just disappeared.
0: She's still on the cusp because she went to work for the WNBA as a coach
1: for a while. Okay.
0: But unfortunately, I don't want to give away why Cheryl didn't go on to have this great uh, female basketball professional level uh, career. I'd rather people watch the documentary. Like I said, it's only an hour. It's not going to be a big thing. I also watched a documentary called Bird for the Cool. It was about Miles Davis. Now, that was a really fucking interesting documentary. It's about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. But Miles Davis, for those people today, imagine 30 years from now, they do the Kanye West documentary. You see you see correlations between the two. It's like Miles Davis was the original version of Kanye. And Kanye is now Miles Davis for this generation.
1: Yeah, I actually know one of the producers on that. She, she was working on that for a long time and but to get nominated for a lot of awards it was really impressive.
0: Would well, you wanna know something? They kicked ass. The documentary was good, the speakers was good, the film was good, the music. I mean, that this is what I call a top-level documentary. Now, one of the shows that I love called Black Monday Returned. Yeah. The first two episodes dropped. This is a uh, Don Cheadle. He's the star. It's about Black Monday in the 1980s, Wall Street. And it holds true to what was going on at the time. It's a very good show. It's on the second season. I was definitely into that. Now, I'm going to get to what you dropped me yesterday. Trust me, I got a lot to say about that. But This Is Us was very good. And I finished off the all six seasons of Oz. See, this is what called social, social distancing does. You have to binge watch. I watched six seasons of Oz, and it was like I'd just seen it for the first time. I enjoyed it that much all over again. You know, uh, Doc, you know a TV series is good when your wife watches it with you, especially when it's jailhouse men shit, and she's like,
1: I love it. When's the next episode?
0: Oh, it was fantastic. Matter of fact, we're looking for a super series to uh, binge watch, and I don't think I want to watch The Wire again right now, so I'm still debating what I'm going to do.
1: Were you ever into 24?
0: no that's jail right that uh the guy's in no, no. jail uh
1: but with, with kiefer sutherland he was the, the no, no
0: no no oh. no i didn't get into that
1: all
0: right i uh there's a lot of shows i didn't get into and that was one of them now yesterday for y'all don't know what i'm talking about Ned dropped me off uh the dark side of wrestling part one of chris benoit which I didn't even know they were doing a season two. I love season one. Season two was yesterday or started. Man, I watched this thing and I'm sitting there and the first thought, and I don't mean to to shit on this man or piss on this man's grave, even though I think that what Benoit did was vile. I think we can agree was vile. I'm going to say something that's going to be a little bizarre in that. with the emotional trauma that chris benoit went through when eddie died eddie guerrero yep. it's almost as though they were lovers man that oh, is yeah. not normal this is not normal grieving did that cross your mind at all
1: yeah, or am i sounding crazy for a gay angle here
0: okay okay so i wasn't the only one because i was like listen you don't grieve we're gonna lose our mothers, you know, you lose friends, you lose all kinds of people. But two years later, you're still not so fucked up that you neglecting your family because you can barely get out of bed over a friend. I mean, when, when Jericho said that he cried through his suit and through his shirt all the way to his shoulder, I was like, damn. See, and I this think is a he, man who showed no emotion.
1: I think he went into a depression and never came out of it, and didn't know.
0: Him. Yeah,
1: and no one knew the signs of depression. They just thought, "Hey, he's a quiet guy."
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand that, and I know a lot of people who have been depressed. I mean, I've actually seen it firsthand, and it's it's troubling. But damn, man, even think about this. Eddie's wife had to pick herself up off the fucking floor. She had help. And I'm glad they explained the help that she got. I think that was a beautiful thing that woman did for her. That that was beyond the call of duty, what she did for her. But after a while, you got to look at those children and say, you know what? My kids need me, man. I got to pick myself up, dust, dust myself. Off. This is what that person would want me to do. You know, I got to get my shit together. This is insane. You know?
1: It was was, was crazy. I'm looking forward to Tuesday when part two comes out, I think.
0: Oh, yes. And you know what? Don't forget, part two comes out. You're going to have to fast forward through the first hour because it's going to be the two-hour all-in-one.
1: Shit. I think I got to watch it live because I watched it through another. I, I don't have vice on my regular cable. I have to watch oh, yeah, live. Well, to I'm
0: going to have to sit through it. Yeah, I have I have uh, On Demand, so not On Demand, uh, TiVo, like this uh, Time Warner, I mean, not Time Warner, fuck Time Warner, uh, I have uh, AT&T. Yeah. So, you know, you could tape all the programs and I'll just yeah. fast forward, you know, you tape them by series. This yeah, I don't think I have, to, have
1: um, Vice in my cable package.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm fortunately enough, I do, so That's a good thing. Now, we was talking about, you know, like depression and stuff. There's a lot of things that I've been wondering with this uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. How are people handling themselves? Think about it. Right now with the social distancing, we don't have what you call support groups right now. AA meetings, NA meetings, uh, Alateen, uh, Smokers Anonymous. You don't have any of these things going on right now, and I'm wondering how those people are coping. I mean, I I wish so I had you, somebody you that still
1: go because I have a friend that goes to a, a, a he has a, one in a church. It's the AA, but he said they have to sit like between six to ten feet apart.
0: Okay, see, I had a I had a buddy who told me that his NA has been canceled.
1: Oh. Well, he this guy lives in Jersey, so I, I don't know if if it's different. New York close, Well, let's
0: but... not. Go ahead.
1: No, no, that's what, that's what he was telling me as of Tuesdays. I mean, maybe it changed after Tuesday, but uh, he said they, he, they just had to sit far distance apart from each other. But he said it wasn't crowded.
0: Yesterday, Jersey joined New York on total lockdown, so I don't know how that's working. Oh. Because... When I thought about this, I looked at the list the list of essential businesses that are mandated to stay open. I was in shock to find that liquor stores were listed as essential businesses that are required to remain open. Can you imagine that? Liquor stores.
1: Need the wine.
0: Yeah, man. Matter of fact, a, a guy told me over here, he said that people are buying the wines out, left and right. I guess people need something to cope with. You know, I heard that in some states that have legal marijuana, dispensaries are required to stay open as a pacifier for people. So I guess alcohol is a pacifier, so you know what? We're going to keep that still flowing.
1: Plus the state, with everything else closing, how is the state going to make their gotta make
0: some form of money that's true that's taxable down yeah. here uh liquor stores in north carolina are state owned there are no mom and pop liquor stores there's no such thing they're all ran by the state they're called these things called abc stores
1: wow.
0: now i i tried my best again to watch some wrestling wrestling is a hard pill to swallow with nobody in the audience i mean actually, i tried it with aew nxt and wwe and i couldn't do it
1: i actually enjoyed aew version i don't know maybe the announcers were a little better and by them adding some sprinkle of wrestlers in the crowd i actually enjoyed that more but then again i didn't watch the whole show i only watched like an hour but WWE, yeah, I, didn't... I, I couldn't do it at all because they, they were showing replays of things I already saw. And I'm like, I'm not interested in this.
0: See, my thing was, I think I turned off AEW right after Cody spoke. And because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go through this. And I looked around. I was like, damn, man, this is kind of rough. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know how much money Vince thinks he's going to make off of uh, viewership for WrestleMania 36. But I would have swallowed it this year. WrestleMania ain't going to be WrestleMania without seventy, eighty, a hundred thousand people.
1: And it's I said, just by, not. By them taping it, uh, some it's going to get leaked because the WWE haven't done anything taped that wasn't leaked online. I don't know and a I bunch just, of people that got canceled from going to, that can't go to Tampa because a uh, guy affected by this uh, coronavirus because the WrestleMania got canceled. I, I mean move to the performance center, I would either move it back a month or cancel the whole thing and just move all those matches
0: to SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm not not doing this big Fandango show, man, with nobody in that audience. It's not going to happen. It's not. These guys and women are professionals, and they're going to try to do their best. There are certain people that he has there that I know can work in front of a tin can. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, those guys can work in front of Four people. I know they can. But everybody that he has in that lineup can't. Brock Lesnar can't work to an empty audience. He doesn't even have the skills to do it. You know? you, you, You know what? Nobody does. It took hell and high water for Dana White to finally cancel these last three UFC events. Ellen, yeah, he was
1: calling people wimps. I'm like, dude, the whole country is affected. Sometimes I'd be like, I would like to go into Dana White's head and see what the hell be going on. Sometimes uh,
0: it's a constant, uh, one of those, uh, you know, like a cash register, and if money's not flowing through it, there's nothing else going on.
1: Yeah, sometimes uh, he's like, he seems bright, but the other times it seems like uh, everything's working, but the brain.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a gorilla. Uh, you
1: know what that that's
0: that that leads me to this you had all these people about a week ago i see they all shut the fuck up now these coronavirus truthers that oh, this is nothing and if nothing's going on and we all are... now i don't know because i'm not you know i'm not smart enough i'm not educated enough to actually know should we be going to the extent that we're going to i mean how many people in this last week have died from the common uh pneumonia as opposed to the coronavirus if we got 262 deaths to the coronavirus how many people have died from just the regular flu it could be the same number or greater i don't know if we are uh, going overboard because we're shutting down our whole financial system here in america listen last week was horrible we had to actually make some moves over here to save money, but this was after already losing eight nine
1: grand. Yeah, man, I mean, me too. I was like, "This is ridiculous." They was like, "Yo, just don't look." I was like, "No, I gotta go change some things. This, this is way too much money going out.
0: I have yeah, more yeah, going yeah. out than going
1: in."
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was a bleed. It was a blood week. It was a blood bath. It wasn't a good thing. And you know who I wouldn't want to be right now in any form, fashion, even working from home, any form of customer service. If you could be a little kinder to those people, it's not their fault. I know that you want your shit back. You want, you want whatever it is that's coming to you. But customer service has got to be taken a beating in every form and fashion. I don't care if they work for airlines, if they work for hotels. Some of this stuff you're just gonna have to wait. You know. Yeah, my next door no neighbor
1: says she's a. She works for uh, Delta. She's like, man. I don't know what they're going to do because it, 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 it's going to come a point where they're going to start laying people off. It's going to be a lot mass layoffs. I think we're going to hit a recession again.
0: Yeah, that is true. You know what? We might come out of this and everybody be working for three companies,
1: uh, yeah.
0: Amazon, Walmart, and Apple. You know, yeah. and you other know what? what I that, found then... funny, though,
1: because, you know, this whole political thing where – you had all these candidates talking about giving out, giving money, everybody's a socialist, and now as soon as the president's like, oh, I'm thinking about sending checks. Everyone's like, you know, that's a good idea. I was like, isn't that a form of socialism too?
0: Sure it is. And and you want to know the the God's honest truth? People right now, for the first time in a long time, are doing some things that they haven't done. We are spending less money other than on essentials to eat stuff like that we're not spending money ordering nobody's out there ordering jordans right now nobody
1: nobody's ordering.
0: <laughs> exactly you're not ordering playstations and you know you ain't thinking about christmas gifts you're trying to survive so you are only getting stuff to survive so we're actually spending a little less money than we normally do so some people are going to come out of this and go my on hand cash has been better than it's been in a long time. The only difference is your bills still come in. Yep. You know, don't they, this is not a wash away. This is not a, it just uh, disappears type situation. But I, I, I did notice. To, to, I
1: was trying to explain to these people at work. I was like, you got to realize we got the type of job where. If our job closed, we're going to close, we go get paid regardless. But all those small businesses, they got employees, they ain't going to get paid. Those businesses, they, I, may not, they might not even reopen after um, everything is all right.
0: And see, that's what I was talking about, that it's kind of scary. What's going to happen is a lot of mom and pop that exists, won't exist, but they'll still exist because corporate America will take them over. Yep. They'll say, you know what? We'll buy you out. Y'all now become, instead of y'all being the owners, y'all now employees. Because guys like Beto's and them, they ain't, they ain't, they're gonna take some massive losses, but they're gonna buy shit up left and right because it's gonna be there for the taking.
1: People gonna go into foreclosure.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Things, if you if you got money when this is over, you are going to be able to capitalize off of other people's pain. And yep. I am talking about capitalizing off of other people's pain big time. People that are collectors are going to want to have to start selling their shit. You know how you got all these YouTubers who got sneaker collections out the yin-yang? They, You know what? Nothing's coming in. So now they need to bring something in. They'll be even willing to sell their their backlog, you know? I was going to make a mistake and um, actually shut down doing this show until the coronavirus uh, ended. And somebody got in contact with me, a couple of people, by the way, and said, you know what, please don't do that. Do you realize that you do a public service, that there are some of us who listen to you because we enjoy listening to you and you're like a a little break from our bullshit. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to continue doing it. So uh, I take that off the table that I'm going to let this corona, unless I get sick myself, which I am definitely not asking for, I'm going to continue to do this because there's got to be you know, in the mix of all this bad shit you're going to talk about, there's some other stuff that you can talk about too. You know. Well, let me just tell but, you
1: yeah. how, how crappy the, the the trying to get tested for the coronavirus is. Uh, I I got sick Tuesday. For, for for rewind, fast forward, my daughter got sick Monday, but By Tuesday, it was gone. Then Tuesday, I got sick. Like, I'm talking fever, chills, no real cough. So Wednesday, I was like, well, if it's still around, we'll go to the hospital. Went down to urgent care. You can't even get tested here because they don't have enough kids. So you only could get tested if you have a fever over 101. No matter any other symptoms you have, your fever has to be 101 and up. I'm like, people could be walking around and not even know that they have this thing.
0: Is it, doctor, Whatever happened to...
1: Yeah, doctors say, oh, just stay home for 14 days because we can't test you for it and you don't have the flu. So I'm like, what the hell?
0: So whatever happened to that wipe swipe thing they were doing in New York?
1: What's... Uh, I don't know what that it was is. There's
0: supposed to be some swab they put over your head to see if you had... Uh, Symptoms of the virus.
1: Oh, I thought that was just for the people checking fevers.
0: Oh, okay, that's what that's for. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: You live and you learn.
1: I don't understand. You should be able to go. Especially, I got health insurance too, so I should be able to go in and say, "Hey, I need to. If I'm sick, give me a test."
0: Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you this, Ned. This week, something has never happened to me before in my life, and this lets you know how bad things are. Doctors are now canceling appointments with patients because they don't want anybody coming to the hospital that's not coronavirus related.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: I, I had a physical due uh, Friday. They called me Thursday and said, your physical has been canceled. Your wife's got a physical next week, canceled. You're going to see this other doctor in two weeks, canceled. Because if you don't have the virus, we don't even want you near our facilities. We're overran. I'm like, damn. See, that's when you know shit is real. They don't want you at eye doctors. They don't want you at dentists. They don't even want you getting your regular physical physicals. So,
1: you know. that's, That's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, this is, this is by far, there's nothing that I can relate to any time like the one we're living in right now. And I, 9-11 pales in comparison. And that's, I'm not saying that the slight 9-11. That was an isolated incident that involved a few thousand people. This is involving the world, basically. So this is a whole big different thing. Now, yeah, you know, we have We had a lot of movement in football, but I'm not gonna talk about that yet. Uh, Since we are socially distracting ourselves, not just distancing, distracting ourselves, uh, two albums dropped this week. And before I get to the two albums, just in case you might've heard them, uh, this Machine Gun Kelly dropped some song called Bullets With Names with Young Thug, R.J. Millar, I guess, Mr. L.A. And Little Duke, and I'm gonna say this bullet with names. First of all, if you're gonna drop a song that says bullet with names, you name people, right? If it's a bullet, it has a name. Name the person. This was not a disc record, as far as I could tell. It was garbage. It was just shit. Three and a half minutes of pure garbage.
1: Just by the Have names, you heard the I haven't heard it, but the name sound like the, like a new episode of The Little Rascals.
0: Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Young Dog, R.J., Mr. L.A., and Lil' Duke. It's garbage. I am not advising anybody off of hearing me mention it to go listen to it. Now, I want to say the good... What, what, what would you prefer? Me say something good or something bad first. Let's
1: go with the bad.
0: Good, good or bad news?
1: Let's go with the bad news.
0: The bad news is Jay Electronica released a CD called A Written Testimony. And this is one of the pieces of shit CDs I've ever heard in my entire life.
1: It only took Uh, like 80 years to make.
0: 80 years to make. He allowed Jay-Z to rip him a new ass on every time they were on the same track. All you heard was Jay. You know what? I'm, we don't buy CDs or listen to CDs to hear fucking Louis Farrakhan preach. If I wanted to hear him preach, i go to his YouTube channel or go to a mosque. Two, I don't give a fuck about Ezekiel. You know, there's a whole Bible, a whole Quran, and they relate to a lot more stuff than is so heavy to you Ezekiel people. If the heaviest thing in your Quran or the Bible is Ezekiel's will, then you need to reread religion. You don't know shit. I'm telling you straight out. You don't know anything. But G Electronica could go back into his cave, come back out in another 25 years and try again because I looked at even at his numbers, man. Nobody gave a fuck. I mean, when you drop a new album and it's 20 years in the making and you get like 1.2 million viewers and you're supposed to be a big star, nobody cares.
1: Your fans don't grow with you if you don't get the work. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I don't want to,
0: I don't preach to me. Be a rapper, man. Stop. Do not, And first of all, if you're going to preach to me and you're going to try to come at me with some Muslim shit, some Father Shinner shit, or some uh, Morris science temple shit, don't do what I've been doing the last four sentences. Don't cuss at me. Don't say motherfucker and then say you're righteous. Don't do it. It, it doesn't, It doesn't even make sense.
1: Yeah, but they don't curse.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you got your little bow tie and you got no fucking facial hair. Matter of fact, I don't want to hear from no motherfucking grown man who ain't never had facial hair. I got a major problem with a grown man who ain't never grown facial hair. (laughs) That's just me. There's two things I don't dig. I can't trust a man who's never had facial hair because everybody's had a bad weekend where they didn't shave And besides, I think it's every boy's rite of passage just to want to see themselves with at least a mustache. Okay? And the other one... Yeah. And the other one is I don't want to see your fucking feet. I don't want to hear or see anything about male feet. So if you got male feet out and you got no facial fucking hair, I really don't got nothing for you. I don't even want to talk to you. Now, the good news is... The Weeknd, who I'm not a huge fan of, and I really don't know a lot of his music, he dropped after hours. And on this CD, have you heard the CD?
1: Yeah, that's what I listened to. Uh, started listening to yesterday.
0: Okay, this C- Now, I don't know because you really you only you only sniffed a little bit of it. This shit was straight from the 1980s. This whole CD was like. I had put on a an album from forty years ago, and yeah, I loved it. Be I like have, his style, though. For the most part, I loved it. I heard I heard all that European. I mean, I heard all that British shit in there. I mean, it was straight up nineteen eighties. Now yeah, he, he had some bangers on. Like. "Dear to Live" was great. "Too Late" was hot. Faith was good uh i guess it's blinding lights like that yes.
1: in that's your, a single yeah in,
0: in your eyes and what is this save your tears those songs right there can't go wrong i really 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 enjoyed all of them and like i said i'm gonna have to go back and check out some of the weekend's older work because if he's been putting out work like this since he came out then it's my bad that I haven't been aware of it because I like this. And this is not usually my, my type of music, but I thought it was well done. I'm not getting into all the drama of him with the blood in the face and you know the red suit. I ain't into all that. I'm just listening to, to the music with like, that's how I review an album now. I don't look at a video. I listen to the music one take, no rewind, no fast forward. Straight through, and I either say I can live with this or I can't.
1: If I'm not mistaken, then, he only has two. This is either his second or his third album.
0: Really? Okay, so yeah. no wonder I'm not so familiar with him. I remember when he first came out, and he he had that horrible uh, hairdo. I mean, like yeah. a mixture of a homeless. I mean, he was a mixture. That hair was like homeless, homeless hair. And uh, that's the only reason I knew who the fuck he was, because I was like, look at that dude's hair. Why would he do that to yourself? <laughs> but, you know, then but, again, that's his hair. He could do what the hell he wants.
1: I think it is for, it's his forefather.
0: Okay. So now, let me ask you a question. Even if we get to this point, I don't. I really don't have a lot of hope for this. I don't really have a hope for November's election. But Biden said that he'll pick a female running mate if he gets the Democratic nomination. Do you think America would be ready to vote for a female vice president?
1: Uh, I think they were ready over a female president. I just think the female president wasn't happening. People are still too misogynistic right now. I think vice president, I think it'll work as long as they're not like uh, dumbass rocks as what Sarah Palin appeared to be.
0: Yeah, he has to. I think he has to get a very sharp woman, and I, I don't think it could be Elizabeth Warren either. And I think, it can't be Camilla Harris. I
1: think his best bet would be Stacey
0: Abrams, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, Joe is. Uh, see, but Joe is far out there. He'll pick a black woman we never fucking heard of, and and, and mess everything up. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't trust Joe. Joe. I think of Joe as crazy Uncle Joe. Not my uncle, somebody else's uncle, but
1: Yeah, when he confused his wife and his sister last week or the week before, I was like, man, something's wrong with this guy. So he got to pick a a, a person that people uh, could get behind. I also think that was a problem, too, with Hillary Red. She picked the dude that people was like, who? Hmm, yeah. I don't even remember the guy's name.
0: Because it's not worth it right now. Why tax your brain for some bullshit that's already passed and gone now i i would like celebrities people who got some serious bank in this world stop posting videos yourself working out stop posting videos yourself singing stupid fucking songs donate some money to children being out of school a lot of these kids are out of school and that was the only way they were eating every day man donate money we don't need to see your face. You're super rich. We already know who you are and how you're living. I'm tired of hearing about Serena Williams going through her mental breakdowns. Fuck all that. Be strong. Sign a check. Make sure that some kids from the neighborhood that you grew up with can eat through the summer.
1: That's what the mayor... That's what that your the money problem. is for. That's the why wow, our schools stay open too long because the mayor kept saying kids are not eating, so they left open the cafeterias. So I have a friend who makes prepares the lunches for the schools. and she said her school only got like five people to come in in a week. So I'm like, they're paying what? all these people for five people to come. I said they need to figure out which districts did these kids are coming that needed it the most because they closed the other schools because it doesn't make sense to have all these people going in, keep the cafeteria open for five people to show up. Well, that's like what day
0: basically you are you're 100% right that's what you call mismanagement there are some kids somewhere else in another section and it might only be 13 blocks away they're not eating because you know what de blasio has fucked up a lot during this situation but he's right and let's let's be honest there are a lot of kids who rely on the breakfast and lunch programs to eat every day.
1: Yep. Actually, but they, the, that they, they do that, but then you charge these kids for lunch that can't afford lunch. So it's like a double edged sword.
0: Yeah, see, but that's when I say these multimillionaires. See these celebrities, they love all that uh, attention they get. They love their award season that just passed. Let's not forget, we just passed them slapping each other on the back for like three months between Oscars, Emmys, NFL, NBA All-Star Game, all that shit just happened. This is a chance for them to give back. I don't want to hear, I'm not really that concerned about a guy making $35 million finding out that he's not going to get paid after April 1st. I'm more concerned about Bobby with three kids, a car note, a kid who just came home from college him not being able to put food on the table because his job is shut down. I'm not worried I, about what LeBron is doing right now.
1: Well, that's why I appreciate it. way you all first, I think to was well, second out to gate after Mark Cuban. I'm going to put $100,000 to so these staffers could still eat. Yeah. yeah the, there's and no see, basketball, but you know how many people that, don't, that work in the arena that don't play basketball that get paid out yeah, wages? I,
0: and I really love what Serena, I mean, uh, Sierra and Russell did, promising a million meals. A million fucking meals is a lot of people being fed. I don't give a damn if those are $3 meals. That's still $3 million out of their pocket so that some other human beings don't have to go to bed hungry. So I applaud them. But this fucking doodlehead, head, he's a, uh, you know what? I, I've not liked LeBron's attitude since he's been in L.A. Instead, I haven't heard him say one philanthropic thing since this happened, but he's posting videos of himself working out. He's posting videos of his family's hair. I don't give a fuck about what your wife is suffering through bad hair days because of the coronavirus. People are dying, dude. You're 36 years old. Act like it. Act like you really care. You know what? What about saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure that those kids from that section of Cleveland that I'm from that I say I love so much, they're going to be fine. I'm going to make it my business that they're fine. Because you can remake money. The money is going to be the easiest. When this shit bounces back, if it bounces back, your sneakers are going to resell. Your image will resell. Your movie will sell. Your jersey will sell. People will come to the arenas to see you. People will forget all... I mean, think about this. The NFL is going about business as though they think that this shit is going to pass. They've handed out $118 million contracts here. $100 million contracts. You, you know, Amari Cooper, here's $100 million. Tannehill, here's $118 million. Dak, A.J. Green, Derrick Henry, we're franchising you guys. Brady, come over here. Sign a new contract with us, you know. So it's it's, it's not like the NFL doesn't think that we're eventually going to get back to regular life.
1: They yeah, definitely. They they lucky because they just finished their season.
0: Yeah, they didn't take any losses as of yet. There are zero losses. And oh, John, I think
1: about it. Vince probably took a big ass loss twice. So
0: shouldn't the XFL still be going on? XFL would still be going on, and on top of it, he did promise that he was paying everybody, so they got paid through their season. But they lost their television contract.
1: And that's a so, badass uh, to 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 spot off on the wrong foot again.
0: Yeah, almost like it's telling them he's snake bitten when it comes to football. Stay away. But there's a lot of there's. There's a lot of money. I mean, think about it. Vegas is dark. I mean, this is some shit straight out of a movie. New York, Los Angeles, and Vegas are dark. Yep. No movie theaters, no Broadway, no casinos, no Hollywood Boulevard. I mean, this is straight out of a science fiction, you know, novel or uh, science fiction movie.
1: I, one good thing is coming out of this. They're testing the movies that were in the theaters before the theaters closed. A lot of the production houses was, are doing direct-to-consumer now. And I'm like, oh, some of that saved my night. Because I was like, oh, my God. It was nothing to watch. I was like, let me just rent one of these movies.
0: You know what? I gotta, I got to see about that because I think... The mass shooters kind of pushed a lot of people away from the vibe of wanting to go to the theaters. I think that we will reach a new day and time. Some things we will find out we never need to do again. Like certain ways that we conducted ourselves before coronavirus, there are going to be ways we conduct ourselves after coronavirus. And I'm all for, you know what, you take your chances with theaters. but. Shit! Events have pay-per-views. You make us pay a pay-per-view fucking price for your movie, and 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 it's on us. How many people see it? And that's that. Because I really don't want to go to your theater. I don't want your yeah, popcorn. So they
1: they charge twenty dollars for a two-day rental. Watch as many times within those two days, but technically for New York, that's a price of a little cheaper than the IMAX ticket for one ticket, but
0: okay it it, it should be more
1: than one person watching in your household so that this becomes ten dollars a ticket or five dollars a ticket so
0: I'm you know what I'm a hundred percent with that I think that we should definitely have the option if we don't want to be in mass gatherings now I tell you one company that I don't even know how they're gonna work this shit out there are a lot of people who have insurance for events Trust me, WrestleMania probably was insured for millions of dollars due to some kind of uh, unforeseen catastrophe. So Vince is not going to, I'm sure Vince is not going to take 100% loss like on a WrestleMania, because you would insure these events. Suppose a catastrophe, the building burned down. It's not due to no fault of your own. Why should you have to take the loss? So the insurance company is going to pick up some of this stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, I read on 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 WrestleCon, the Marriott still wanted them to cover cover the one hundred fourteen thousand dollars, and I saw a Jericho post say, "Man, ain't no court gonna hold this contract up because yeah, if, they're, if, they're, there's no WrestleMania, so WrestleCon that automatically cancels WrestleCon because no fans are traveling to Tampa."
0: Yeah, and then. Hotels, a lot of major hotels aren't just taking people. Airlines will cut their flights down to almost, I mean, shit. You probably look up in the sky and barely see a plane.
1: Yep. I had somebody that went to LA. They said it was like five people on the plane. But the flight had to go because they had people to bring back from California to New York.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's like, uh, remember we was talking earlier about flights. At one point, well not flights, hotels. At one point, Vegas had said that they were going to start accepting bookings after like April 22nd. Now you go to a hotel in Vegas's website and they say, just close. You can't even look at future dates.
1: That's so it. they're not even
0: giving you a timetable anymore.
1: They're burning money.
0: Yeah, and do you know what? It's going to be horrible when I do go if I make it this year because shit's going to be tight as a... Oh my God! If you win any money, you're gonna be lucky. <laughs> I mean, if, the only thing you could win money is at is is at the at tables. Forget so the slots. That's just you. Might as well just say here. Just take it when you come in and throw it on the floor. That's yours. Sweep it up and put it in the pile because that ain't gonna happen. You know. But uh, today I got Kirby Enthusiasm. I'm going to watch this Walking Dead. I got another episode of this uh, Black Monday. You got anything that, especially movie-wise, help me out. Give me an outstanding movie. Have you seen Queen and Slim? Is it worth watching?
1: Um, I don't know if that's going to be up your alley. I found it to be. Everybody was like, oh, it's so good, but I found it to be kind of boring, but okay.
0: <laughs> what about Just Mercy?
1: Just, Just Mercy I enjoyed. I mean, it's not like, I, I really enjoyed Just Mercy. I, it's not um, like a blockbuster, but I, I, it was a good watch. I enjoyed the two hours or whatever it was.
0: Okay. Well, I do have to say that I had to to, and this is a hard thing to do in this day and age, but I had to tell the show goodbye. Nine one one, not that Lone Star one, but the original. I had oh, yeah, to I cut that one. loose. I the I show is net. It is so stupid. I mean, it first of all, it they lost me when a full size fire truck fell on a man's leg and within like three weeks he was back to work. And this week, they caught a man off a plane. A flying plane. They stood on the top of a fire truck and reached up and took him off while the plane was flying But I was like, get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. You firemen. Yeah. What are y'all, superheroes now? Y'all Marvel characters?
1: Yeah, I gave up when they tried to make that guy like a, the, the like a, a sexiest man alive. Buck, I think his name was. Yeah yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and and if you have hd tv which we all do nowadays and i got 4k you know what 4k is kind of fucked up man it shows you every pimple blackhead these people got in their (laughs) face i mean you know it's a little too personal i mean damn if that camera gets close man you can see like the uh pock marks in the person's skin yep it's the that shit's the enemy of the good looking you think they're good looking to that camera gets up on them 4 K and you be like, Damn, hey, wow, that's that's not good right there. You know. You
1: know, like they built they tried to build it with Connie Britton, and then she just like disappeared. I was like, Oh man, I'm I was like, I'm out.
0: Well, here's the bad news. They're bringing Connie Britton back. <laughs> they they, they try to replace
1: her with a chick, uh, like I was like, I don't care about this other lady. Uh I forgot her name. I know she's a popular actress, but I just couldn't. I was like, I'm done.
0: Uh, she used to be on Party of Five.
1: I tried to watch Lone Star, but uh, I, was like, I can't. Every time I listen to uh, Liv Tyler, it seems like I'm watching Armageddon all over again.
0: I watched. I made it through half of the very first episode of Lone Star, and the way that he picked the crew. I said, they don't even want me to watch. This is the stupidest hiring process I've ever seen in my life. I said, you know what? I'm out. But you know what? This is basically, and I'm going to shame myself. I'm still watching episodes of uh, Family Matters. And if you think I'm too old or too silly, go fuck yourself because it's enjoyable. What you up to? i watched all nine, but I'm starting to do some repeats because I can't. Some of the shit is funny, so you know I, when I, they moved
1: from ABC to CBS, it got a little crazy, which was like maybe the last two seasons.
0: Yeah, listen, anything that had Waldo in it was too crazy. Waldo was too stupid to be able to open a door and get on the other side. So, you know, but some of them some of them are pretty good, especially since I like the dynamic between a father who should kick his son's ass because Eddie is the worst son on the history of television in a black sitcom. (laughs) He's the worst black son who wasn't a drug addict in the history of television. If anybody could tell me a worse son, please let me know. I mean, he, he was conniving, he was shysty. He always made promises to his father that he didn't keep. Now, right before we go, I do have to ask you a question. This might hurt your head a little bit, but I want you to think about this. What male character in the history of television, and I had this conversation, so it's a little bit of cheating on my part with my wife yesterday, would you hang out with? What male character?
1: Of any show?
0: Any show in the history of television would you like to. Okay. I'm talking about not just say hi in the street. I said hang out. Y'all going out for the night, have some drinks, go to dinner, whatever.
1: Oh, damn. I probably have to go with, damn, well, uh, I probably need a week to think, but the top of my head, I would probably <laughs> say uh, maybe, the okay, yeah. said, said yeah, maybe the Fresh Prince. It's not easy.
0: Okay, you said said Fresh prints.
1: Yeah, maybe the Fresh prints.
0: You know what? And I I told you, this is not a fair question. This was not fair. I knew it wasn't fair when I asked you. I thought about this. I thought about this. And I went through people. And I was like, well, that guy's fucked up. I couldn't hang out with Martin. I couldn't hang out with any of the males from Martin's show. I couldn't hang out with Michael Kyle from Wife and Kids. I finally came up with, if it had to be anybody, it'd be Jack. Jack from This Is Us. Even though Jack is going to oh, make yeah. me feel a... Like, a certain kind of way at the end of the night, because he's perfect and I'm not.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you know what? Whatever I could do, Jack's gonna. I mean, because I could not hang with Randall. You can fucking forget oh, that. No, that. That no, can't I'll happen.
1: Have to chop the throat a couple of times.
0: Yeah, I'm not hanging out with JJ or or, or Lamont, and it doesn't have to be black. I would not hang out with any of the people from Friends or Seinfeld. Most people. I might have hung out with,
1: uh, damn, the character from New Girl. Oh, shit.
0: With the black guy or?
1: Not, not, maybe David Wade's character in Schmidt.
0: Yeah, I've never seen Schmidt.
1: Oh, he was the main, he was the guy that he plays on the neighborhood now. The white guy from the neighborhood.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I know exactly who you're talking about now. He was the the one that was with like the kind of Indian chick.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he had he he was a psychopath too. I mean there, every guy on my wife brought up Doug Hefton. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I couldn't hang out with Doug. Doug's an ass kisser. <laughs> King of Queens? I'm like, yeah. every every time that you come up, that's why they're on sitcoms, cause something's wrong with them. And drama's they insane too. So don't
1: oh, you know, just I'll fucking I'll think, I'll think about Ed Norton.
0: Okay, Ed, Ed's not bad. Ed's annoying. He got those quirks. You know what? He's gotta do that hat thing. And he don't forget he's gonna wear the same fucking clothes every time
1: you see him. <laughs> it's like Yeah, a, but he's, he's just like, Batman like my type and of guy Robin. with the, as far as like sense of humor and stuff like that. I like quirks he yeah, see, there's <laughs> no... like that.
0: Yeah, there's no wrong answer, but I knew that that's not an easy question. It's not an easy question. Well, Net Man, I appreciate you calling in. I really do.
1: No doubt. Thanks for having me.
0: Yo, no problem. Um, you and your family, man, y'all be safe. Y'all be well. Did you know the rules? I ain't got to tell you nothing that you don't already know. You done heard this shit ad nauseum. But continue to be well. Okay, peace, brother. And I'm going to thank each and every one of y'all for listening. I appreciate you. This has been Strange Talk with Doc. Netboy called in. And you can look me up on your favorite search engine. You can find me there. If you have a comment, a suggestion, if you'd like to call in, the information will be listed. And I'm going to say to you, like I say to you each and every time, peace to you, peace to yours. Be well, my friends.